the issue of faith. The statement of faith. The word faith. Is the only commodity God rewards without his efforts. Faith is the only commodity God rewards without his efforts. Uh, wherever you are, if you could kindly turn on your video, it would be very nice. Let's have the time of fellowship. The scripture in the book of Hebrews chapter the number 11, the writer of the book of Hebrews, um, theologians argue, some argue it was Paul, some argue it wasn't Paul. Whomever it is, we thank God for the Bible. But then, introduces us to the subject matter of faith in a very enlightening way. And one of the most striking verses in that particular chapter is a verse he says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. <laughs> if there is more striking in the scripture, there is anything more striking in the scripture concerning the teaching of faith, concerning the word of faith, concerning faith, is that particular statement in Hebrews chapter number 11, verse number 6. He says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So then all, what is faith? How do faith come about? And what actually is faith when we talk about the concept of faith? Some time ago, I was in a certain church. And whilst uh, the woman of God who was leading prayer had finished, um, who was leading the prayer, gave a prayer point and we were all praying, I saw a woman at one corner. And the woman was jumping seriously. Kepalo! And she jumped one. Kepalo! She jumped two. Kepalo! She jumped three. And she was speaking in tongues and she was praying. As I watched and I saw this particular woman, I thought, this woman, if the prayers are not answered today, I don't know what will come of it. Because the enthusiasm in her prayer, the zeal in her prayer. You might think that this prayer, immediately after the amen, the prayer must be with manifestation. But then, today, by the inspiration of the word of God, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, I want to draw your attention to quite a few things. To talk about faith, you have to understand what faith is not. So right now, should I ask you, what do you think faith is? You probably have some ideas on what faith is. That's the reason for the word of God. Go to the book of Matthew chapter number nine. Start from the verse number 18. Matthew chapter nine, verse number 18. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. The book of Matthew, chapter number nine, verse number 18. Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. 
the book of Matthew, chapter number nine, verse the number 18. We are reading to the verse 23. Follow with me. It says, while he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt down before him. My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him. So did his disciples. Just then a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, if only I touch his cloth, I will be healed. She said to herself, if only I touch his cloth, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. And the spirit said. In this scripture, and actually this particular incident happened years ago. In the happening of this particular scripture, a man had come to Jesus and this man is telling Jesus that the daughter had died. So Jesus should come and do what Jesus does. Are you with me? Good. So Jesus was on his way going. And from the accounts in the book of Luke, the woman has spent all her money on physicians and was to no avail concerning her belief. And while she saw Jesus, the scripture account, she said to herself, And she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Okay, so it's recording. And she touched the hem of Jesus' garment. After she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, we see Jesus turn to her and tell her. Actually, from the account of Luke, Jesus even asked the disciples, who had touched me? For I have felt power left me. And we see Jesus turn to the woman and tell her, your faith. He says, take heart, my daughter. Your faith has made you well. We see two things happening here. A man came to Jesus to call him to go and heal the daughter. A woman came to Jesus, not talking to Jesus, not speaking to Jesus, but then pulling something out of Jesus. Remember what I said earlier, that faith is the only commodity God rewards without his efforts. Jesus healed the woman without his efforts. It was the woman's effort. Jesus said, I have felt somebody touch me. So he says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. For, God, for they that come to him must know that he is the rewarder. So faith is the commodity that God rewards without his efforts. You have not begun yet. So we see a very interesting statement here. Jesus turned to the woman and said, I like the, 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 the scripture in him, um, the, the book of Luke. He says, you have been made whole. Jesus did not have to pray. Jesus did not have to even touch the woman. Jesus did not have to do anything, anything, I repeat, anything. But the woman was rewarded from the point of her faith. 
faith rewards without God's efforts. Now, I want to bring your attention to something. When the woman saw Jesus, the Bible accounts that she said to herself, that teaches us something about faith, that faith is not about enthusiasm. Faith is from a place of conviction. Other translation says, she said within her heart, should I touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. So just as I started with the example of the woman I saw praying, the woman was jumping up and down. Seriously, if you were there, you'd be so surprised. Who has seen the video of a woman praying and she was doing that? This. Who has seen that video before? Come on. Yes, oh, who has seen nobody? The woman was throwing punches here and there. I see, you know, that she's she's more than Mayweather. And the woman was throwing punches. One thing I want to bring onto your understanding today is that even in the point of prayer and in the place of prayer, we don't pray from enthusiasm, we pray from the place of conviction. We don't pray because there is something to be done. We pray because we do something. I'll come there. He is the rewarder. So faith is number one, not enthusiasm. Oh, I am enthused. Paul said, he says, Yazi, you have seen Yazi, but it is without knowledge. So it is not your enthusiasm. No, it is the place of conviction. This is just the first day. We will get to the place where you understand how you get convicted. Number two, the woman said to herself, that particular statement brings onto our understanding that the woman has probably heard about Jesus. Number two, the woman has probably seen what Jesus does. The woman has probably walk in the path of Jesus or cross path with Jesus to be able to understand from the point of, should I touch the hem of this garment, I will be healed. Faith is not about the knowledge. Faith is about the acting of the knowledge that you have received. The woman said to herself, after she said to herself, she took an action. I think a few days ago, we were having a prayer line. We were here, we were praying. And somebody was here, she wasn't feeling well. And I said, oh, let us all join hands and pray for this particular person. So as we were praying, a dear woman of God was here. And she was busily posting scriptures. You are healed by the then, then by a strike, you are healed and blah, blah. The woman kept on, kept on, kept on, kept on. So after I saw the scriptures, I wanted to just stop everybody and tell her, Kindly pray for him and let's see how the healing would go. It's not about the knowledge. You know, one thing most young believers and even most believers miss is that they are so full of head knowledge that when it comes to the place of practicality, they do not see results. Faith is not head knowledge. Faith is the practicality of the knowledge you have seen. 
So the woman said within herself, she has seen Jesus heal the sick. She has seen Jesus raise the dead. She has seen Jesus do all that. But then she did not go ahead to say, Jesus, heal me. No. She said within herself, should I touch the hem of the garment? It's not the night. Oh, I know, give it, shall be given unto you. So I'm going to give. It's not just that. You know, I was talking about wealth and riches someday to a young lady. And she asked me a question. Say, you know, I know I have to pay my tithe. This, this is what the young lady was telling me. Say, I, I know I have to pay my tithe. Say, I know I have to give. Say, I know I have to do this. So I was quiet and I was listening to her. And so you know all that and you're not seeing anything. That means you don't know. Now, in Christ consciousness, I made a statement that what you know and don't see resource in it, you haven't grabbed its full understanding. Faith is not the head knowledge, I repeat. It's the action in the knowledge you know. Believers sometimes makes an interesting statement. God, move. God, God, move within this area. You know, you see, those kind of statements introduce and deplete our ignorance concerning the word of God. Till today, till today, till today, till today. Some believers even gather and invite the Holy Spirit to be in their presence. Till today, till today. And they will say it from the perspective of, oh, the Holy Spirit is already here, but still invite his presence. Ah, ah, you are not yet convicted. I say that. It is the practicality of the knowledge you have seen. Number two, it's not by thoughts. Faith is by works. It's not by thoughts. It is by works. We see in this scripture of reference that the woman with the issue of blood, when she saw Jesus, number one, she said within her heart, she said within herself, should I touch the hem of his garment, I'll be healed. The woman with the issue of blood, after their thoughts did not stand there, she went ahead and touched. I repeat, the woman with the issue of blood, after the thoughts came to her, she did not stand there, she touched Jesus. And Jesus said, power has gone out of me. Faith touches. It's not the thought, it is the action. It's not the knowledge, it is the act of the knowledge. You can't stay home whilst others are in a medical school. After eight and seven years, you come and tell them you are also a doctor. They, they, they would want to slap you. They have taken the knowledge and they are now entering into the place of practicality. And one thing about the medical school is, Whilst you are in it, you will be enjoying the practicality. So when you get on the field, you know what you are. Faith is not a mental ascent. It's not the accumulation of knowledge. No, it is the practicality of what you have come to know. Faith is not vain. Some believers are so funny. When the people came to tempt Jesus, we see in the scripture, Jesus told the devil that depart from me, for you should, um, it is written that we should not worship any other God aside the Lord. What the devil said was, 
threw yourself off the cliff. Threw yourself off the cliff. And he has said in this way that he will keep his angels charge command you that your feet will not stumble on the rope. So the devil out of this knowledge was placing Jesus at a point that Jesus would throw himself. You know, some believers are so funny that they out of out of the vein. They have the vein. I'm going to do this. I am going to do I, I will do this. It is not you will do. It is not what the vein, it is not the enthusiasm within you. That's at your feet. Jesus had every reason to throw himself because it is written in the word. He had every reason to just push himself out of the place because it is written in the word. But what we see here is Jesus countering scriptures with scriptures, countering the word with the word. I say again, faith is the practicality of the knowledge you have seen. Some time ago, a woman whom I love so dearly, whom I love so dearly, I wouldn't mention her name. You will see it's my mom. I'm not talking about my mom. She was talking to me some time ago and she said, okay, let me go and see. Let me pray and see what happens after the prayer. Let me pray and see. That particular statement is actually wrong. Who has said that statement before? Let's go and pray and see what God will do. Who has said that statement before? Can I surprise you? God will not do anything. He will not do anything. Because your point of prayer is that you are praying in the place of hope. That let me pray and hope God changes something. Prayer is actually from the point of conviction. That you know that you know that you know that as I cabaluso and kebeloso, there will be a resource after what I have done. So we don't pray to see something happen. We pray because what is happening or what should be happening would be happening. So we pray it into effect. Did you get that? Or whatever note you are writing. Faith is not stagnant. Faith moves. Faith is not stagnant. Faith moves. We see from the scripture. The woman said within her heart, and after she said within her heart, she moved to touch the hand of Jesus' coming. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. There is somebody here with a teeth problem. Teeth. You have a teeth problem. Teeth. Teeth. You are being healed right now. There is somebody here. Teeth. You are going to take the testimonies after us, but you have a teeth problem. You have a teeth pain. You are being healed right now. Now, Faith moves. Faith is not stagnant. When the woman said within her heart, the scripture accounts that she went forward and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. Some people are so full of head knowledge, right? That, oh, don't worry, everything will be fine. Oh, it is well. Oh, it is well. Oh, it is well. And they are still stagnant. Are you sure it is well? Are you really, really, really sure? No, are you really sure? He says, she said within herself from the place of conviction. And after she said within herself, she went forward and touched. She went forward and touched. And Jesus asked, what something has gone on here? Power has left out of me. Faith moves. You can't say you have faith and we don't see any results from that faith you say you have. 
it is not a PlayStation 4 to have. Even if it is, listen now, when I give you a PlayStation 4, you might have a PlayStation 4, but the proof you actually have the PlayStation 4 is when I come to your room and you are playing game and I see game being played. I see moving on the um, screens of your television. Are you getting this? So you might have the, the, the scripture says, faith comes by hearing. So faith is, is, is an attitude. It goes to where it is yearned for. It says it comes, it comes, it comes, faith comes. So now you have the PlayStation 4. You have the PlayStation 4. I enter your room and I don't see you having PlayStation 4. I don't see you playing any game. You might have the PlayStation 4, but you don't have the results of the PlayStation 4. Are you with me? Are you with me? So there is resource to faith. You have just begun. You haven't um, scratched the, the, the screen yet. Let's go. When it is faith, you can't be denied. I repeat, whenever it is faith, you can't be denied. If it is faith, there is no denial. Faith is not hope. The Bible said it is the substance of things hoped for. You have it. Sometimes you have it. Right now, should I show you my pen? My pen is not, I will get it in a few. I have it. That's the substance. My biological mom was here. Mom, I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. It's a substance. It's a substance. So when it is faith, there is no denier. Now you come to the place where you understand. The woman said within herself. Now, the last one I want to talk to you about is faith is a profession. Faith is a profession. Go to the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23, KJV translation. Hebrews 10, verse 23, KJV. Hebrews 10, 23. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. We will be entering class very soon. My white boy should be ready, sir. We'll be entering class very soon. Now he says, let us hold the first profession, profession of our faith without reverence. Let us hold fast the profession in the scripture. The profession, faith is a profession. And until you depart from where you work, you are still a worker. So faith is actually where we stay. The scripture says, and the just shall live by their faith. You stay in the place of the, your faith. It's a profession where you stay. Should I be a doctor? Which, you know, by God's grace, Salakado, we bless God. Should I be a doctor? When you come to the hospital, you come to the pediatrics ward and you see me there. When you see me there, the question you ask is, is this guy a doctor? But then when you see me in my white, you know, and you know, when you see me in the, you, you already know, good. When you see me in those things, you wouldn't have to ask me, am I the doctor? You know straight away I am the doctor. Why? Because I have the proof, the resource, that proof, that solidify I am a doctor. So faith is a reflection of what you have known. 
So the action taken in faith results of what you actually know. We are still building it. Don't worry. Charlie, keep that going. And I want to stretch on this one that faith is not in hope. You don't say that, oh, I am going to. Oh, God said he will heal me. So when God wills, the last time I heard somebody say that, actually, I was so surprised. He says, when God wants, he will heal me. Sister, when God wants. Ah, ah, ah. This is the proof of what you don't know. Oh, but he strives on me. You know, it may come. The sickness may come. But then from the point of it, you, you can decide whether it should manifest or it should go. Who has heard this statement before? Oh, poor girl. Look at that poor thing. Oh, look at that. that, that is, so, so for those of us who are outside um, Africa or outside Ghana, outside Nigeria, wherever you are, we know that the, the whites, they normally use that word. Oh, that poor boy. Oh, poor girl. Come over here. Let me clean your face. Oh. Who is poor? Ah, you know, it is from the place of conviction. I am so convicted that by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, through his, though he was rich, but because of us, he became poor. So that I may live. I am so, it is from the point of conviction that if you say a poor man, I will not turn my head. One day I was in the car driving with a dear lady. She's my auntie. And she said, hey, Larry, what's your age now? And I told her my age. Hey, you are growing, you know. I said, yes, auntie, I'm growing, but I'm not aging. You see, it is from the place of conviction. Remember what I said, it is not the head knowledge. The woman said within herself, Sarah, can I have my white boy, please? So if you, if, you, if you can make me also something. The woman said within herself, six to 27. I don't know how you guys are going to do it, but I need to have the white boy. Genesis chapter number um, one, verse number 26. Genesis chapter one, verse number 26. There's a guy here. There's a guy here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. There's a guy here. You have been having a tummy pain. Tummy pain. For a while now. Tummy pain. Tummy issues. Issues with the tummy. You are healed right now in the name of our Lord Jesus. You are healed right now. Can I have my board ready? Where's Sahar? Malice. So, Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26. And please, if you can't see my board, swipe to the first place, you see the board, right? Genesis chapter 1, verse number 26. So, how are you guys going to do? You're going to be posting it. Technical team. Yes, please, sir. Okay. It says, then God said, let us make man in our image. According to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over everything, every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, and in the image of God, he created him. Male and free male, he created them. We see from this scripture that there is a creation. Says God said, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God. 
He created him, male and female. Go to the book of Genesis chapter number 2, verse 7. Genesis 2, verse 7. Genesis chapter 2, verse number 7. Genesis 2, verse 7. Under so telegraph control. Genesis 2, verse number 7. Genesis 2, verse number 7. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. There is another creation here. And man became a living being. Another creation here. The first we see in Genesis number 26 is the spirit of a man. In Genesis chapter 2, verse the number 7, we see that God formed the man, that is, the earthly tube or the body of a man. So the resultant effects of the spirits on the body gave us the soul of a man. Are you with me? Are you following here, please? Is everybody following? Are we getting there? Yes, please. Sir. Yes, sir. So from Genesis chapter one, we see the spirit of a man come to being or, or being created. And in Genesis chapter two, verse number seven, we see the body of man being formed out of the dust. So the resultant effect of the spirit and the body gave us the soul. Now, in the soul, the man has two things called the will and the emotions. Don't worry, if you can see emotions, you can see it in the realm of the spirit. So, in communicating with the body, we know your five senses, your ears, your nose, your tongue, your brain, your whatever you, the, the, the science people are here, I don't have to go to that. You know, you know, so we see the place for the mind here, which is a channel that when your ear receives, it goes straight to your mind. Go to the book of John, chapter 4, verse number 23. Book of John, John 4, verse 23. Who is that scripture here? John chapter 4, verse number 23. So be with me now. We are at the place of the mind when the ear has heard the statement. So as I am communicating with you right now, your ear is listening. But in your thoughts, you know, sometimes I quote the scripture and the scripture counter the scripture I've quoted. And it just makes sense to you. Okay. The book of uh, John, John 4, 23. John 4, 23. Who is posting it? Okay, he says, but the hour is coming and now is when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the father is seeking such to worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, in our realm, that is not the realm of the spirit as it were, but our earthly realm, the communication of every man will be from the realm or the place of the ear hears and it goes into the mind. Are you with me, please? Is everybody with me? So the ear has heard. It goes into the thought panel of the mind. But then the communication of God is that God do not speak to the mind. 
He speaks to spirits because that is his image. That is his image. He says, and now is the hour, or now is the time that you worship, worship the Father in spirit. Other translations say that um, go before the Father through and by the Spirit. So the communication of God, God wanting to talk to men, is in the realm of the Spirit. So we see the body of the man. What does the spirit have? Now, in the human nature, um, the, the, the biological um, accoutrements of the human nature, we see that the heart pumps the blood to all parts of the body. The very day the heart stops pumping, the body ceases to function. Who is aware of that? Everybody, right? Yes, sir. Amazing. So when the heart stops pumping, the body, um, the body ceases to function. Now, there is another place called the brain that when you are brain dead, you can be alive. Who's aware of that? Yes. Oh, who can, yes, who is aware of that? So without the heart, look at where the heart is now. Without the heart, the body here is inactive. Are you following? Without the heart, the body here is inactive. Without the heart, the spirit here is also inactive. The heart is becomes the channel to the spirit, becomes the gateway door to your spirit. So the scripture says, guard your heart with all diligence out of it. Go to Proverbs chapter 4, verse number 23. I want the NLT translation. Proverbs 4, verse 23. NLT translation. NLT translation, Proverbs 4.23. Proverbs 4, verse 23, NLT. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the cause of your life. He says, guard your heart above all else. It determines the cause of your life. This is you here. Don't worry if it's not you, but I can see your, you know, your ears and your head are here. So he says, guard your heart. Guard your heart. Your heart. So it determines the cause of your life. Guard your heart. This place, guard it. Because the cause of you, your life, is determined by whatever goes on within your heart here. Are you following? Yes. Salah So the scripture said, the woman said within herself, other translation says, the woman said within her heart. Within her heart here, her heart. The place of conviction is not with the mind. It's with the heart. Go to Romans chapter 10, verse number 17, the KJV translation. Romans 10, verse 17. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Romans 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Kadaba soterebo shatabhiram. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. He says, so then, faith 
cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Everybody knows this scripture. But then I want to bring on to your understanding. Now, let's come back to the body. So here's the body, right? Here's the body. Class, here's the body. <laughs> so now, he says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I say I'm communicating to you. You are receiving with your ears. That's the first hearing. He said faith comes by hearing. That's the first hearing. So when I told you that when you receive with your ears, it gives information to your mind. Are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? Now, the second hearing, he says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. The second, so the first hearing is when your body has received. The second hearing is when you receive. So he says, guard your heart. Whatever goes, Jesus made a statement. He says, out of the abundance of the heart. The Bible said your heart determines the course of your life. So as the ear receives, the mind has also received. But then for the spirit, that is, I told you that the heart is the gateway to the spirit. So as the spirit it comes back to the reflection of your life. I want you to get the very foundation of it. Are you getting it? Are you with me? Sorry. Are you with me? Yes, please, sir. The woman said within herself, so the process of the within herself is all this that you see here. She saw Jesus, that is her body. She saw Jesus heal the sick. She saw Jesus. She saw Jesus does many wondrous and miraculous things. Her ears has her ears has heard. Her eyes have seen. Her mind has processed. Jordan effect is the body taking an action from what the ear sees. Are you getting it? Yes, please. Yes, sir. please, sir. So then now the scripture teaches us faith cometh by hearing. The first hearing is the hearing of the body. That is when the ear has heard, your mind has received. Now it gets to the place of your heart. That is your spirit man. When God speaks, it registers within your spirit. Now, the mind. So now God has spoken. It has registered in your spirit. When it comes within your mind, who has ever been in the situation where something happened and immediately a scripture you, you, you have heard a long time ago came alive to you. Who has, who has, who has seen that? Who has, now, where was the scripture? The scripture was within your spirit. That is God's word. It was within you. So out of you, there has to be a resultant effect. So today, what I'm speaking to you about is within herself or the place of man in faith. When God speaks, it is a registration. It must be a registration to your spirit, not your mind. A registration to your spirit. Go to the book of Genesis. Let's look at something. Now you can end the speech. You can take the host. 
begin to lift your voice. God willing, tomorrow we are going to talk about the place of light or the mystery of light. Today, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, we have laid a very solid foundation. So tomorrow, God willing, we will be climbing. Hey, who is ready to climb? Let me see by hand. Who is ready to climb? Oh, ready to climb. Yes, please, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, ready to climb. Ready to climb. Begin to lift your voice. Speak in the language of the Holy Spirit. Amen.